All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is QC Fantasy. My name is Graham Rogers, joined by my two favorite co-hosts, Taylor Story and Chris Hayes. Guys, how are we doing today? We're doing good. Struggling with my internet, but other than that, and I dropped a full bowl of salad on the ground right before this, so I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm doing great right now, actually. I'm awesome. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to talk some, some NFC East today, baby. Yeah, no longer talking about the Packers. So Taylor is unprepared and in a bad spot. Uh, he's, yeah, he's I, mean, I just still have no idea what's going on. I'm completely rattled right now. Out of his, out of his comfort zone, but. We're going to kick it off with you, Taylor. Um, talk to us about uh, some trade talk uh, and Jonathan Taylor in a, le- in a league. Yeah. I mean, I've got rookie drafts going all over the place right now, so I'm just wheeling and dealing trades. And in one league, uh, I'm not really competing, and I have Jonathan Taylor. So I put him on the block to see what I can get. Some guy fires right off the bat. This seems like the price to pay for Jonathan Taylor. I traded away Jonathan Taylor. I got back Javante Williams, his 23 first and his 23 second for Javante Williams. And with Williams being my, I mean, he's my third dynasty running back behind Jonathan Taylor. And that's what it's going to take to trade for a guy like Jonathan Taylor nowadays. So it's, I was kind of shocked that I got uh, Williams back, but that's about what I would want. So that happened over the uh, last couple of days. Yeah, and who are the uh, other running backs on that roster um, now with Javante since you shipped Taylor? Uh, on my team, I have uh, Kareem Hunt and Cordero Patterson. That is my roster. So uh, my team was going not a whole lot of places fast. I feel like if I get lucky, I might be able to compete, but we'll see. I might just try and collect 23 picks at this point. And I now have three firsts next year in that league, so I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah, that'll look good with some of the the talent coming down the line there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I know we've got some some rookie drafts going on that we're in together. Got some some trades going on, and then just uh, like you're doing, uh, I'm more than happy to trade into to next year's draft. Um, got no yeah. issue with it with some of the guys here. Once you miss out on some of those, you know, the Brees Hall at the top, Kenneth Walker. And maybe you got some guys in the fourth and fifth round of rookie drafts you want to pick up. But once those wide receivers and the top tier running backs are gone, you know, without that high level of quarterback that we've seen in recent years, um, draft gets gets a little thin pretty quickly. Okay. So I'm, I'm more than happy to trade back. Uh-huh. All right, well, diving into some uh, some NFL news. Uh, so we got some Tariq uh, Cohen injury news. Um, obviously not good after he missed time last year. Um, just seems like it, things are going downhill. Uh, guys, what are, we, what are we thinking there? I know Cohen was looking for options, places to play, and that could shake up a backfield, but obviously doesn't look like that's going to happen now. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously devastating um, for, for Tariq Cohen. Um, you know the torn ACL last year before the season started, and now, now the Achilles injury just in a casual Instagram workout is just really unfortunate. Um, you know I don't see teams touching him. You know at least not not this year. I mean we did see Cam Akers come back from from an Achilles uh, injury, but he's obviously a much younger, much more spry back. Um, between the ACL and the Achilles, you know things are not looking good for for Tariq Cohen sadly. One of the most talented yeah. pass catching backs in the in the league as well. 
Yeah, I hate to see it for him. Uh, I watched the video. I don't recommend it if you're squeamish. I mean, it's. I'm not even going to describe it for some of you if you don't like it, but it's not good and you hate to see it. I mean, he had those pretty relevant fantasy seasons for a guy that you could just stick into your flex and not even worry about because he's going to catch six passes for 50 yards and get you double-digit points. So it, it sucks to see that for Tariq. Yeah, I've been a, a big Tariq fan. Uh, you know, any pass catching back I can get my hands on, I'll, I'll be happy about because that can fill you know a flex spot or even an RB two in, in a lot of a lot of games, a lot of weeks. Um, so hate to see it. Obviously, think for him, hoping the best, and hope we see him on the field again in the future. Um, another uh, signing. So Philip Lindsay signed with the Colts. Uh, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor's there. Uh, you know, I know we've got our resident Colt fan and expert here, Chris. Uh, tell us a little bit about this. Colt fan? You mean Bills fan? Bills fan. I apologize. I'm way off. On <laughs> I think that. you're thinking. I think you're thinking about Kane. But let's be honest. Wrong, wrong, wrong guy. Wrong guy. He's always in our heads and our hearts. <laughs> yeah, Kane. Kane just lives with us forever. Shout out to That's Kane. That. That's where that came from. Sorry to disrespect the mafia, but either way. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay have any fantasy value here or behind Taylor and Naheem Hines? Are we just not seeing much? Uh, he has, I mean, as of right now, he has no value. Um, you know, Taylor, Taylor is obviously the su- supreme talent um, in terms of running backs across the league. Um, that being said, I think if, ta- if, knock on wood, if anything did ever happen to Jonathan Taylor, I, I think Lindsay would, would be the handcuff. I don't think... You know, I don't think a Taylor injury would necessarily mean Naeem Hines starts getting 25 carries a game. Um, I think Lindsey is is a valuable handcuff at this point. Yeah, if you're a guy that likes to play it safe and pick up your handcuffs for your star running backs, uh, Lindsey's probably going to be the guy that would get, you know, 15 carries if Taylor, God forbid, he goes down. So that I think, although I probably still won't, but he would be the guy to pick up for me in the Colts offense. Yeah, I think that's one that you – I don't think it's worth a draft pick, but obviously if anything did happen to Jonathan Taylor, you know, Lindsey may have a, a, a hefty price on some waiver wires uh, com- coming up this year if something were to happen. Uh, but like you said, I'm, I'm not seeing Naheem Hines taking over as an ever-down guy. Uh, those guys would split the, split the work probably pretty evenly, and then they'd have to lean on, on everybody else in the offense to try to get stuff done there with Matt Ryan. Um, but – Enough on news and signings, guys. Let's get into our breakdown of the NFC East here. So, starting off with the Dallas Cowboys, um, guys, give me give me your takes on this team. Uh, I think there there are a lot of question marks for a team that is so talented. Obviously, there's some injury stuff there. Um, Zeke getting a little bit older. Uh, give me your thoughts on kind of what we're looking at here in this offense. Well, the Cowboys are led by one of the great owners of, of our time, Jerry Jones himself. I love James that guy. Bond, the James Bond villain um, out, on his, out on his draft yacht. Um, the Cowboys in general, they're a bit of a conundrum this year. Um, Dak Prescott you know, kind of underwhelmed last year. You know, I know a lot of people, including myself, expected him to have a monster fantasy season because the Cowboys offense is, is supposed to be elite. Now lose Amari Cooper um, and the offensive line isn't what it used to be. So I am a little worried about Dak um, this year. Not in terms of, like, I think he'll be good from 
a football perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, I am a little worried. Yeah, it's, I mean, I like Dak this year. I think he's, I think he's well in my top 12 still for dynasty rankings as well as this season. Obviously he still ended up with a good finish. Um, A lot of that was just because of how much passing the offense does. He almost had 600 attempts last year. He's just four, four passes short of 600, which is, a big milestone for some quarterbacks. Um, losing Amari Cooper certainly hurts him. Uh, the ever-falling spiral of Zeke will still continue to hurt that offense. Um, so, I mean, will we? If, I feel like if Zeke can pick it up this year and coaches have said he looks strong uh, in workouts so far, whatever that means for coach speak, which I absolutely hate in the uh, dog days of the offseason, but – uh, you still can't discount it. So if Zeke picks up his play, I think the rest of offense is going to go. They had some nice additions. They signed Gallup to a deal. They still got Schultz. Uh, Tony Pollard always lurks in the background. So, I mean, what, what do you guys think of the weapons that this team still has on offense overall? The weapons are very good. I just feel like they're not utilized correctly within <laughs> within their own offense. Um, Kellen mm-hmm. Moore is definitely a wild card in terms of offensive coordinator and Mike McCarthy, you know, Taylor, and, you know, you're very familiar with, with big Mike. You're just, oh. his in-game management skills can be very it's poor. Unbelievable. Um, unmatched. Unmatched. Yeah. Uh, CD lamb is, is, is so talented, but he is the number one guy now, which means he's seeing number one coverage. So are we going to get uh, the Calvin Ridley effect where, you know, he's a true number one and he's going to produce like it, or are we going to get the Juju effect where, he was only good because he had another number one receiver on the opposite side of him. Um, but I do, I do like Dalton Schultz quite a bit. Um, as long as Michael Gallup is out, as we saw last year, Dalton Schultz produced. Um, and he's a trusted target for, for Dak Prescott, especially in the red zone. Yeah, I, I really like Dak. Um... This year, I, I think I will probably have more than him than I have in the past uh, on my rosters. And I think part of that is, you know, second year removed from a major injury, probably going to be a little bit more comfortable, um, get more reps in in the offseason, things like that. <clears throat> I think you're you're right on it with, you know, this offense is going to run through the running backs. You know, is it Zeke carrying the full load and being the guy that he's supposed to be? I, I don't think so. Um, I think you guys know I love Tony Pollard. I think he's unbelievably talented. We've seen a lot of really good backs coming out of, out of that Memphis backfield that were kind of all there together. Um, and then, it, you know, it's interesting with Lamb. It's like this is this is the year, right? You're either a number one guy or you're not as far as in fantasy with this offense. Michael Gallup re-signed but coming off an injury. So is he ready for the beginning of the year? I, I doubt it. Um, so then you're looking at C.D. Lamb, Jalen Tolbert, and what, a combination of James Washington, Noah Brown, Simi Fajoko, um left on the roster there at wide receiver. So that's when I start leaning, like you mentioned, pretty hard into Dalton Schultz. Um, this was a team that had four to five wide receivers on the field at the same time on 0.8% of their plays last year. So it, it's a three wide receiver set, which is Lamb, Gallup when he's healthy, and Tolbert. And then obviously, obviously Schultz can move around a little bit. And, you know, I, I'm going to lean pretty hard on Schultz to help them move the ball, especially if the running game isn't able to do, you know, what it's done in the past with Zeke. Yeah, there were a lot of vacated targets with Amari Cooper leaving, and they didn't really add anybody of note to take over that. I mean, I think it was a little over a hundred targets that Cooper got last year 
and they're going to have to go to the players that are still in their roster. So if he throws around 600 attempts again, Dak does, which I think he's going to do, these guys have to be somewhat relevant. I mean, I've still got CeeDee Lamb finishing top 10. Uh, Dalton Schultz will easily be a top 10, maybe even be a top five again, tight end. And I, I, I like Zeke for this year for Dynasty. I think he's a very healthy high-end RB2 for you easily this season. But for Dynasty, I mean, I've, I was trying to trade him in a league for a week straight this last week during the draft, and just nobody wanted to take him on. So either ride him out, or if somebody's going to give you something for him in Dynasty, let him go. Because this is this is the last year for him, I think, fantasy relevancy-wise. Yeah, and I, I think if I'm going to take someone at cost, honestly, right now, it's going to be Jalen Tolbert with Michael Gallup being out. Um, I, I yeah. think that's a rookie that can step in and contribute right away. Um, if I can get Schultz, I will. And then Pollard still underrated and i think with Gallup being out we may see him split out wide a little bit more like we have we have seen in the past so um yeah. definitely it could be a really good offense it's just it's not a sure thing like maybe we know with some of these other teams like the bills or the chiefs or the chargers it, that's a sure thing i think they could get to that level but a lot of question marks um so getting to to the eagles obviously made a lot of noise during the draft you know the aj brown trade um how, how does this play out? Give me AJ Brown's value. Do you guys have him moving up or down after this trade? And then obviously, how does this play in with Hertz, Devonte Smith in there? And then are they planning to throw the ball more? I mean, you'd think bringing in a guy with that kind of talent, they would. Uh, I love this offense. The addition of AJ Brown is, is going to make a massive impact on, on the Eagles as a whole. I haven't moved Hertz uh, on my board yet. Um, and I, I moved A.J. Brown up a spot just because of the DeAndre Hopkins uh, suspension. But I, I really, I guess to me, um, my rankings haven't really changed in terms of those two. Um, but I think the upside for Hertz is, is, you know, the sky is, is really the limit for him. So I'm really excited um, about the chemistry they're going to form. Yeah, with them being such good friends and A.J. Brown still being such a nice, young, talented receiver, he stayed the same for me in my rankings post-trade. Uh, I scooted Hertz up a few spots. I think he creeped into the top 10. I think I might have him at 9. I think I before had him at like 11. So he moved up a couple. Uh, Dante Smith, I might have moved him down one or two spots just because of the target competition now. Uh, but he's still young. He still looked very promising last year. Uh, I think he's still got a good career ahead of him. So these wide receivers and, uh, and even Dallas Goddard, these pass catchers, I think they relatively stay the same because I feel like they're going to want to throw the ball more with Jalen Hurts. Uh, like they're trying to move away from running from what I hear a little bit. actually moved Devonta Smith up in my rankings a bit because of the addition of A.J. Brown. I feel like he's not going to see that number one coverage anymore. He'll receive a little bit of a softer a softer matchup. So I think yeah. that's going to benefit him. I did move Dallas Goddard down one, only one spot uh, behind Dalton Schultz. But mm-hmm. between, between Brown, Smith, and Goddard, like something is going to be open, whether it's the middle of the field for Goddard, whether it's the, the deep threat of, of Devonta or, you know, A.J. Brown's route running ability is, is outstanding. So something's got to give it's often yeah. to a click yeah it's 
I think Goddard's the guy that maybe got hurt the most in this trade. Um, you know, I had him as a top five tight end, which is, which is probably higher than most um, before that move was made. I'm probably going to drop him down. I mean, you, you think about just target share with a guy like A.J. Brown coming in. You could see it split pretty evenly in, in large quantities, like 25% or more to Devontae Smith and Goddard. And now you bring a guy in like A.J. Brown, he's going to cut into that. But I, I do like this offense. A.J. Brown is really talented. I think Devontae's really talented, but I don't know if he was ever going to be that alpha of a wide receiver core and honestly before this it was you know Devontae and you've got Quez Watkins Zach Pascal and Jalen Rager so the offense definitely needed it um I'm gonna bump Goddard down probably a little um before we get to the running backs if you had to choose between the Eagles top two wide receivers A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith or Miami Dolphins wide receivers Tyree Kill and uh Jalen Waddle this year for one of those wide receiver cores to have two wide receiver two or better players at the same position, which one are you taking? Oh. If only one of them oh, does it, which one? The Dolphins. It's Dolphins all day. Dolphins all day for me. I, I think it's just because of Devontae Smith. I think he has got a the highest chance to fall out of that top twenty four out of all those guys, personally. If they all, you know, say they all play fifteen games or something. I, I think he's the easiest one that could fall out of there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tyreek Hill is is typically a top ten receiver every year, and, and Jalen Waddle in a PPR is is well on his way. I don't see Devonta Smith quite reaching that level yet, mostly because of injury concerns. Um, he did miss a few games last year, and I mean, Waddle missed a few, but that was because of COVID, which I guess is still out there. Um, but yeah, it's really Waddle and Hill for me. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, last thing I'll say about the uh, Eagles receivers, because I'll let you guys talk about the running backs, because I don't like them too much at all. But I asked uh, my resident only Eagles fan I have, Tanner, in uh, one of my home leagues. He said, I said, give me a quote on the Eagles. We're talking about them today. He said, if you want a fantasy quote, the only player I want for 2022 is Jalen. So I'll just throw that out there. That's a, interesting. That's a strong take. Um, it is. So. It, we'll we'll get on on to running backs here. Um, you know, just a, a weird a weird backfield last year, right? And then you've got Jalen Hurts, who's taking carries as well, especially in the red zone. Um, you know, I, I think Miles Miles Sanders is talented, um, but you've got Kenny Gainwell. Boston Scott was taking time uh, again. Hurts is going to take carries in the red zone. Miles Sanders ended up with zero touchdowns, rushing touchdowns last year. So you would hope for regression, but there is a lot of competition for carries. A.J. Brown, Goddard in the red zone, catching the ball. Uh, what kind of value do we see in the Eagles' backfield, if any? It's another cluster. Um, Miles Sanders is obviously the most talented. Um, I do like Boston Scott, though. He is a he's a fan favorite when it comes to Philly, and they do utilize him. But in the end, this is, this is really a cluster. Um, I think the Eagles will score more points, will which will give Sanders more opportunities. Um, but you, we also got to figure out who's the goal line guy. Is it going to be Sanders? Is it going to be Jalen Hurts? Is it going to be Boston Scott? We just, we don't really have that information either. Yeah. Miles Sanders did score over double digit fantasy points in every game he played last year in PPR. But at the same time, the more I look into him, just the more I don't like him. If I'm picking any of these running backs, I would rather have 
Kenneth Gainwell at his ADP than where it would take to take Miles Sanders in a draft. Just if he goes down and gets injured, which he has in his past, I and mean, he's played 12 games in the last two years. So it's if Kenny Gainwell's back there by himself, I honestly like the talent of Kenny Gainwell more than I like Miles Sanders. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think they're they're both pretty affordable. Um, and by the way, Kenneth Gangwell, another Memphis running back product. Um, so yeah. on on the same team as Tony Pollard mm-hmm. at one point in time. Um, and we'll get to another one of those Memphis running backs that was on the same roster uh, here shortly. So I, I think they're both affordable. But like you said, who, who's actually going to get the carries, the touchdowns? It's so hard to tell. Um, I'm, I'm not really right. taking a taking a swing at either one of them uh, playing a major role on my teams. Um, right. So. Let's look at the newly named Washington Commanders now. Um, you know, brought in Carson Wentz to play quarterback. Uh, Taylor Henneke still on the roster. Drafted mm-hmm. Sam Howell. Uh, talk to me about Wentz, if he's the guy for the entire year. And if so, what does this offense look like? Uh, so I don't even want to think about owning any player on the Commanders, to be honest. I've, I've been out on Gibson for a while. Uh, mentioned it one of the earlier episodes we did. They wanted to be, I mean, Rivera said before they wanted to be Christian, Christian McCaffrey, and he's just not. J.D. McKissick is back there as well. You've got Brian Robinson now. And, I mean, although he's not really been a starter at Alabama, he still showed promise and that he can run the ball. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they start to try and find excuses to get Gibson off the field more because he already came off the field every passing every passing drive, J.D. McKissick was out there. And with Wentz at quarterback now, uh, my guess is they're going to have a lot more drives where they're going to have to be trying to score, which means passing the ball, which means no Gibson on the field, which means I'm out on Gibson. Yeah, I mean, this this offense is it is very interesting, to, to say the least. Um, I think I'm not really sure what we're going to see from Washington this year as a team. Um, I think their best chance, they have to rediscover the defense of, of 2020. Um, they need Chase Young back healthy. And frankly, their road to winning is technically through Antonio Gibson um, you know, playing good D and running the football. But, I mean, who, who knows? Like, I love Terry McLaurin. Like, he's got so much talent, but this is just a horrible spot for him. And Carson Wentz, like, you just never know what you're going to get. And on top of that, they traded... You know, they took Jahan Dots in the first round, which is which is a head scratcher for me when they could have taken, you know, like Chris Olave at at eleven, um, and that would have been, you know, that would have been at least a better situation um, for Washington. So uh, it's, it's it's really just a mess. It's a complete mess. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of this team I want. I mean, I, I love McLaurin. Um, you know, I do think da- Dotson's talented. Antonio Gibson, like I mentioned, another Memphis running back product. They were all on the same team. Just think about how absurd that is. Um, and with the drafting Brian Robinson, I love a pass catching back. J.D. McKissick, which is going to cut into Gibson's work. Uh, so I'm not too too sure about it. So uh, Logan Thomas looking at coming back as well. So another piece there, but probably not an offense I'm going to look to have a whole lot unless these guys just drop a ton in drafts uh, like McLaurin and Gibson, who we just know are talented and hope they get the volume. Um, but enough on Washington. Let's jump down to the New York Giants. Thank God. Last team even here. Better, even, be- even better. Our, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a better situation, maybe not quite. Um, so Daniel Jones back at quarterback. 
is he the guy in New York? Probably not. Let's be honest. But um, they brought in Tyrod Taylor as backup. Um, You know, and I think if Daniel Jones doesn't do anything, he's at risk already this year of losing his job. Just seeing them bring in Tyrod Taylor, Uh, and then. I have no idea what's going on in this wide receiver room. So, guys, talk to me about those things, and then talk to me about Saquon Barkley. Well, you guys know I love Barkley. He's my bounce-back candidate. Um, I I just got that gut feeling that they're going to give Barkley the ball. I think he's going to be healthy. Uh, I think you can get Barkley at a quote-unquote value as he sits right now. Um, So if you can get him, I'd take him. If you can, if you can get him as your RB two, I mean that is the easiest draft pick I will make this entire offseason. So I I love Barkley. I think he's the only bright spot of this offense for the entire season, personally. Yeah, I mean we all know Barkley's talented. It's just like what what's the rest of the team looking like around him? Is the O line gonna gonna step up? And is Daniel Jones going to be able to hold on to the ball? Like it, it's got to work in tandem. Like teams will sell out to mm-hmm. stop stop Barkley, um, right. to to make Jones beat them. And I mean Jones is is te- he's just not good. Like he's got some talent, but he turns the ball over. Like we're definitely seeing Tyrod Taylor this year. Like that's not even a hot take. Ooh. That's just like a fact. Because Jones warm take. It's a lukewarm. Well, I mean, Jones will end up getting hurt because he gets hit a ton, or he'll get benched because he's fumbled three times in in the first half. But, but like, it's it's gonna happen. And like, like Brian Dable, like it's a good hire. Like as a Bills fan, I'm like happy for him. But in reality, I think Dable's a fraud. I think the Giants did a good job hiring Joe Schoen as their GM, and I think he'll do a good job of building this team. But it's not going to be with Daniel Jones. Um, and this wide receiver group, I mean, good, good God. I mean, they drafted Wondale Robinson in the second round. I had just no idea why. Like, they haven't traded Kadarius Tony yet. I know he asked for a trade, but it hasn't happened yet. Sterling Shepard, he can't stay healthy. You know, he was good through for the first few games last year. And Darius Slayton, you know, he's he's just boomer boss. Kelly, Kenny Galladay, oh, man. I, had, I like the move. Kenny, you know, when the Giants went and got him, but just because Jones can be inaccurate and he's a big-bodied receiver that can go out and make tough catches, but I mean, it's just not even, not even close. So I, this, the Giants are one of, they will be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I think I, I think I saw it on Twitter. I can't remember who it, who it was. So apologies for that. But I saw a tweet that was like, "Is did Kenny Galladay?" get the bag from the Giants, and then just stop caring about football because he's rich now. And I was like, <laughs> it, it made me think. I was like, you know what? I could see that being a thing. It's possible. So it wouldn't be the first time it's happened. Yeah. And that's certainly how his play on the field looked like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Saquon's just he, – he's got to get volume. So so your hope there is that he does stay healthy for the whole year. I mean, they're, they're back up running back right now is Matt Breida, which no offense to Matt Breida. He stepped in for the Bills last year, did a good job. But when you're talking about who do you want to give the ball to on an offense like this, uh, Saquon needs to be on the field uh, the majority of the time, if not every single down. Um, yeah, the wide receiver room is just so confusing here with Tony, Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, Darius Slayton, and then like you guys talked about, Kenny Galladay. If I'm taking a shot on one of those guys, honestly, I'm probably taking mine on Kenny Galladay. He's the one guy there that's really proven he can do anything for more than one season. Um, had some injuries last year, so if Daniel Jones does anything, or maybe if Tyrod Taylor steps in, um, that's two veterans there playing together. Um, that's the one guy I'd take a shot on. And then they went and picked up Ricky Seals-Jones. Um, 
um, at tight end from the Redskins, so kind of an end division move there. Uh, don't know if that there's a whole lot of consequence to that, but just another piece of this puzzle of just what is going on in this offense other than Saquon Barkley is extremely talented. Yeah, it's, it's Barkley or nothing for me. Just like, you know, nerf, like nerf or nothing. It's Barkley or nothing for me. Something like that. All right. Fellas, enough breaking down uh, a couple pretty good, probably really good offenses and two that we just mostly don't want to touch, it sounds like. Um, hot takes. Who wants to go first for the NFC East here? Go ahead, Taylor. All right, yeah, I think I went last last time, so I will uh, I will say my piece this time. I, I think I've got two that kind of uh, go together, and – it's it's it is a hot take for sure, and I could see you guys just being disgusted at it right when it comes out of my mouth. But I can see Jalen Hurts and Saquon Barkley finishing at number one in their respective positions by the end of the mm. season. Right, the Barkley thing makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit, but I—that's what I try to tell you. Yeah, but I try I, to tell you. But if you're going to find a running back one, I mean, it's it's Jonathan Taylor, it's Christian McCaffrey, and then who's the only other guy talent-wise right now that I'd probably put there? It, it would probably be Saquon, even with all the question marks around the offense and injuries. Are there more questions in New York than there, is, there are in Carolina? I don't know. It's probably close to a push there. So I don't hate it. I love Jalen Hurts. So I won't beat you up over those two. Yeah. My uh, quick quick rationale on Jalen Hurts is uh, Josh Allen's been QB1 the last two years. I think statistically he doesn't repeat. Yeah, just sorry, Josh Allen Hall of Famer. I forgot that part. Uh, I, I just don't think statistically he repeats, although I love him still being a tough fit easily. And then Patrick Mahomes, the other guy people put at number one, he's got all new weapons. So if there's any year for a surprise player that has the talent, has the weapons, and we've seen flashes of get garnering a, a lot of fantasy points, it's it's a guy like Jalen Hurts. So I, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, for everyone out there, would surprise me. everyone out there that has Josh Allen posted up as a QB one. Just as a heads up, the last time a QB was a QB one three straight seasons, Josh Allen's at two right now uh, with Steve Young. So if you just want to again go with the numbers, the analytics, uh, I've got Kyler Murray there, uh, but no hate on tough. on Jalen Hurts. It is tough. Chris, yeah. I take for the NFC East. I'm going to continue the Jalen Hurts trend. Um, uh -oh. This is going to be – I'm really high on Jalen Hurts. And I do – I guess if he does this, then he, he probably will be uh, the QB1. So I'm going to say Jalen Hurts becomes only the second quarterback in NFL history to throw for 30 touchdowns and also run for 10 touchdowns this year. Love the sound of that. All right. And my second yep. – uh, mentioned before that the Vikings – part of my hot takes the vikings and the saints would make the playoffs this year which means uh which also means for me the dallas cowboys will be missing the playoffs this year Ooh, that is gonna hurt america's teams fans they're they're everywhere um but yeah, i love it. a lot of a lot of jalen hurts love here um I, I loved him coming out of the draft uh, i got him on plenty of teams late in rookie drafts and uh, I'm, I'm all over it um i'm gonna go a little bit grosser than you guys. You guys went the, the sexy route with the Eagles and the offense and, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, hot take in the that. NFC East that no one is going to want to listen to or care about. Don't do it. 
Sam Howell will be the starting quarterback in Washington oh, by the no, end of the season. Come on. Oh, there's your no. that's you have to have that kind of reaction for it to be a hot take. No. And that was the hottest we've had so far. Sam Howell. Here's a here's a question for you. Here's a hot take question for you. Who scores more fantasy points this season? Carson Wentz or Sam Howell? Wentz. Sam Howell. It has to be. Okay. Sam Howell. Okay. <laughs> Don't Sam Howell. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my hot take. Sam Howell is the guy in Washington moving forward. Uh, I just wanted to he hear will resurrect uh, Terry McLaurin after Carson Witts just just drives a stake into his heart. Um, so there, hot takes. Uh, they'll play. They'll play Heineke before Howell. Uh, Heineke's Heineke's out. Howell's in. It's, uh, it's, it's a wrap. They don't. They don't draft. They don't draft a. They don't draft a rookie quarterback. One that has an NFL-ready arm and for no reason when you've got Heineken Wentz on the roster. Howell. But in, yeah. but in the fifth round. Howell's, Howell's a starter by the end of the year. My lord. <laughs> All right, fellas. NFC East wrapped up there. Uh, if you guys love the hot takes on Jalen Hurts or if you want to talk Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders more, you know where to find us. QC underscore fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Also, got the website. QCFantasy.com going. It's up. We'll have rankings soon. You can contact us. Uh, so come check that out as well. Fellas, anything else before we leave the people to their days? Follow us on Twitter and check out the website, or I will kick you from our fantasy leagues. How about that? I guess you heard I'm, it here first. I guess I'm a Colts fan now, according to Graham. So I'm sure. going to run with it. Colts fan, you and Kane are, are now go. best friends. If you don't follow us, interact with us, and check out the Ooh. website, I will send Sam Howell after you. That's it, everyone. Take care. See you guys. See you. How's it go? Let's go. We are commanders. Ba, ba, da, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Sam Howell has to be in that first commercial. No doubt. Sam Howell for oh, yeah. center. For sure. That's it. Sam Howell face of the franchise? Question mark? Lord. Let's go. Ready for the chair? Here we go. Here we go. We are commanders. <laughs>